Hello and welcome to the Economics in Business podcast. I'm your host, Freddie Martin, and today we'll be discussing a technology that has the potential to disrupt industries across the economy, from construction to emergency services, and is even being used in the fight against climate change. I'm of course talking about drones. Whilst businesses and governments are excited about the prospect of significant cost savings and productivity gains from this technology, many people are concerned about the impact that ever-increasing use of drones will have on our privacy and security. Last year, PwC published a report titled Skies Without Limits, which estimated that by 2030, drones could increase UK GDP by up to £42 billion and lead to £16 billion worth of cost savings. Here to discuss the findings of this report and the potential benefits and risks of drones more widely are two of the authors of this report, Elaine White, who leads the UK's drone team, and Dr Jonathan Gillam, who leads the Economic, Modelling and Econometrics team at PwC UK. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, thanks very much. Now, Elaine, before we discuss the overall impact that drones could have on the UK economy, I'd be interested to understand more about why this technology has the potential to achieve such significant productivity gains. I'm sure that many of our listeners would be surprised to hear about the sheer range of applications that drones have across sectors. Perhaps I'll start then by exploring some of those use cases and we outlined them within the Skies Without Limit reports. I think the scale of the numbers are what surprised us all here. And it's largely because this technology has the opportunity to touch so many different industries, from public sector emergency services through to surveying, inspection, and potentially in the future as well for uh, delivery. And even in the further future, we may one day see them being used from a transport perspective as well, and transport not just of goods, but also of people. So you can see how this technology could impact such a widespread of industries. And that has created this potential 16 billion of productivity savings, which quite surprised us as we undertook the analysis. Uh, I was wondering, could you give some specific examples of any interesting applications you've come across recently for using drone technology? Well, we are currently working with a client where we undertook a proof of concept to show how drones can be used to manage their assets. In this particular example, we're talking about their real estate assets. And we demonstrated that drones are 65% cheaper and 83% quicker than their traditional methods to manage and capture the condition of those real assets of that real estate. Um, we're now working with that client to scale up and to be able to embed this technology across all of their different sites because they could see the advantages that were gained by using that. Not only is it faster and cheaper, but it's also safer than their traditional methods. And they're also capturing data of a higher quality. And when you put that onto a platform that can be shared back to the users, you can see how the access to that data widens and it increases the quality of the decisions they're making as a result. So actually, it's not surprising that these we found such high figures uh, in the overall impact of the report because the drone technology can be used and the data that's collected can be used in any industry uh, and provide cost savings in any area. Um, I was wondering, could you explain a bit more, uh, Jonathan, about how you conducted your analysis in the report and some of the main findings that you found? 
Yeah, thanks, Freddie. So, I mean, the main finding is around the uplift to UK GDP and the productivity savings that businesses uh, can make. Now, between now and 2030, which is where we've conducted our analysis, we think that GDP could grow by around an additional 1.89%. That equates to around £42 billion in today's prices. We're not completely sure that this will all be additional GDP, but this is a GDP that will be attributable to drone technology. We've captured the impact in what we call an S-curve. So we know at the moment for the next two, three years, you know, drones are still learning how to use drones. They're understanding the different applications. But as those, as the understanding grows, we think that productivity will start to increase significantly over the next five, six, ten years. And that's the critical point here. So when we talk about a 42 billion gain, we're looking quite far out to the future. But learning by doing is absolutely critical to this to this path of economic growth. We looked at applications across different sectors of the economy. As Elaine says, we've seen that um, perhaps transport and logistics could have some real opportunities. You know, if that stands out as being a fairly obvious sector, but also... Um, in sectors like construction and also professional and administrative services, um, also we could expect significant gains as well as in the public sector as well. And perhaps we can talk about those in a bit more detail as we go through um, this session. Something that I know concerns many people is the impact that emerging technologies have on employment. Uh, did you find that there would be a net positive or a net negative impact on employment from drone technology? I think what the main thing to take away is that drones don't necessarily replace jobs, they augment them and people will need to change their underlying skill sets over time, they might need to upskill, they might need to um, retrain in different areas but overall because of the economic boost that can come with, jo- with, with drones um, we would expect there to be a net positive increase in employment going forwards. And I could perhaps add to that the client I spoke about before who are using drones now to keep um, tab on the condition of their real estate. Um, They are using a hybrid method of um, capturing data using drones. So part of that involves retraining their staff so that drones as a tool that they can employ when they sense they've got an issue or they want to do their periodic checks. They just deploy this drone to collect the data as they would have previously potentially put scaffolding up or used a cherry picker to be able to give them the reach to be able to view, say, the roof of a large um, hangar. So rather than replacing entire jobs, a drone might take over a particular task and then actually that frees up the employee to be more productive elsewhere. Absolutely. And... uh, as you mentioned, so some sectors are set to gain particularly more than others. Um, do you know which sector has the most that could benefit from drone technology in the next 20 years? Well, ultimately, in terms of the, the numbers that we've got behind the report, um, we'd expect the technology, media and communication sector to, to really grow the most. Um, that's sort of closely followed by financial insurance uh, professional and administrative services, which is obviously the sector that, that PwC sit in. Um, construction and manufacturing are, are also important. Um, how those how those um, industries evolve 
will very much depend on the tasks. And as part of this report, we looked at the different tasks that, that drones um, might augment. So that's where the productivity gains from. When we talk about productivity here, we're talking not about labor productivity, we're talking about something called multi-factor productivity. And that measures the overall efficiency of a business in terms of all of the inputs going in and all of the outputs going out. So the drone applications um, in those sectors, um, that's where we think you, you know, there can be some, some quite serious gains going forwards. And if I could perhaps add to that from maybe some tangible examples that we can sense and feel right now. I look at how drones are used as a bit of a spectrum, yeah, how they're used here and today and how they might be used in the near and long-term future. So if we take the here and now, undoubtedly the film industry is the most mature at using this technology. It's just we don't realise it a lot of the time because all we're seeing is the output of those images. So we don't know that they're captured using drones. Then from um, additional commercial uses, we see them being used in the surveying field and in the inspection field. And that probably is the most advanced or those are the most advanced at this moment in time from a commercial application. We then look to the near future and certainly in the uh, Science and Technology Committee that I recently gave evidence at, um, we saw a prediction that they would be used for delivery within five years. That's not a long period of time. So by 2025, we can see ourselves use, having drones being used more ubiquitously for delivery. That's not necessarily delivery to your front door. And some of the recent work by Nesta uh, through their Flying High Challenge, they've been exploring the use of transporting medical results from one location to another or medicines and, and much more about that technology for good. So how they are used within that risk to life scenario. And so the industries which are currently benefiting the most from drone technology will not necessarily be the industries in 20 years time who will have the largest productivity gains because the technology hasn't quite yet evolved to that level yet. Absolutely. And in the Skies Without Limit reports, we reflect there are three things that need to advance in order to allow us to reach the 2030 figures. We need to see an expansion of the regulation. We need to see a growth in the technology and what that can offer us. And finally, but actually probably the most important, we also need to see an increase in social acceptance. So we recently undertook a drone survey to understand what that level of acceptance is of this technology. And not surprisingly, when we're looking at how that how it can be used in a risk to life scenario like search and rescue, greater than 80 percent of the general public are supportive of it being used in that in that way. But when we then look at it being used for delivery, the figures are much smaller. So we're looking much closer to the sort of 26% of the general public acceptance of that use case. So social acceptance is a really key factor that needs to grow with the technology if we want to be able to see it used more and more. And what are the factors that are driving this concern around drones? What are the repeating concerns that, that the public raise over drone technology? I think it's multi-level. So we've seen the risks they presented with uh, the closures at Gatwick. 
and that's probably the most high profile one as it stands at the moment. There's privacy risks, there's noise pollution. I think if we are going to use any form of technology to replace an existing method, we always ought to work by the principle that environmentally it has to be more friendly than the process that it's replacing. And I think some of those concerns we see come up with people right now. Accountability is key as well. And do you think, therefore, there's a large role for government um, to encourage increased social acceptance of drones, uh, as well as partly through its regulatory regime that it will put in the future to allay these fears? I think the um, regulatory regime is really important in building that trust. We are quite fortunate with drones as a nascent technology that there already is a regulator in this space. So lots of talk about how we deal with the mass data that's collected right now is around, do we need to have a regulator? What does that look like? What does AI of the future look like? How do we control that? The difference with drones is we already have a regulator in this space and that in itself will build a level of trust around the safety and accountability of how the technology is operated. And so looking at it from a business point of view, obviously there's lots that the government can do in order to uh, help uh, encourage uptake of drones. But what advice would you give to businesses looking to use drones now to increase productivity and reduce costs? In our survey, we found that 33% of business users do not believe that drones are yet being used as effectively as they could do in their industry. That combined with the S-curve growth that... Jonathan talked about shows the definite opportunity here for increase in seeing how this technology can be used. There are some front runners in industries largely driven by health and safety needs. So if there's a, a real risk to how operators are currently performing their duties and they could be done using a drone, then that seems to be the front runner of how they're being used. I think we just need increased understanding and education about the benefits they can bring. And I think that is for all of us within the industry to encourage a growth of. And I'd encourage businesses to think strategically about how they integrate drones with other types of technology. So driverless vehicles, internet of things, robotics, etc. Because the net combined effect of bringing those technologies together could perhaps even lead to a bigger boost than the one we're currently estimating. Absolutely. Well, thank you both very much for joining me today for a really interesting discussion on what the future holds for drones. It's certainly a very exciting space to be working in and hopefully we'll be able to see much of the benefits that you've described in your report in the next 20 years. If you'd like to read more about PwC's analysis, a link to the report will be included in the description of the podcast. There will also be a link to the PwC's drone site, which includes a lot more research and analysis, uh, as mentioned uh, earlier. Thank you very much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with future episodes of Economics in Business. <laughs>